This is Plus Money Golf on the Patriot Sports Network. A golf betting podcast that's better than most. What he said. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. And now, here are your hosts, Adam, Smitty, and Eric. Good evening. Welcome to Plus Money Golf on the Fantasy Sports Court Network, the show with the pro and the caddy. That'd be Adam and Smitty. My name is Eric. I'm just the host. We are brought to you this evening by Jazz Sportsbook Casino and Racebook, as well as our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. You can get a 100% deposit match up to $100 just by using the code PLUSMONEY, all one word. Chris is over there, multiple screens, getting us on the internet, tweeting things out, doing like three different jobs. Smitty is back, finding time between rounds of golf with Hollywood big wigs on PGA-level courses for the podcast tonight. We also have the reigning five-time Dubuque champion, Adam Miller here. How are we doing, boys? Doing good. Good. Outstanding. I was I was really missing the show, and then after I listened to it, and you guys <laughs> talking shit to, about me the whole time, I'm like, God, I can't miss another show. <laughs> Gonna make sure I get back. But we were just jealous. Just in time, you know, to wish Adam a happy birthday. Oh yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> yep, Adam, 29 today. Yeah, Looking I wish. For 29. <laughs> how was uh, How was Aaron Hills? How'd we do? Did you have fun? Fun was the fun's the word I'll use. It was, it was, it's always fun. I like to, it's always cool to take out. I get a, a group that I can take out every year, um, for a very, very discounted price. And, uh, I always take my, I always take my fa- uh, father-in-law and, uh, then a couple Smart friends move. and stuff. So, um, no, it's a blast. Cause then afterwards we, we stay around there and have a couple drinks and, uh, we play the putting course every year. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. And, um, we actually, we shut it down to the point where they actually, they shut the lights off out on the putting green while we're, where we were out in the middle of it still. So it just <laughs> is just pitch dark out there, but no, nah, it was fun. We had a lot, we had a blast and you know, we, we always have to, cause we're one of the last tea times of the day being an employee tea time. We always have to, uh, pretty much play whole 18 in the twilight. Like it is almost dark when we're coming up to the green. So that's yeah, fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Watch the sunset over the kettle Moraine. Beautiful. Yeah. The moon was something else that night too, man. I'll have to, I'll have to send you guys a picture of that. I'll uh, maybe even tweet it out. It doesn't do it justice, but man, it was a beautiful night. Bring the father-in-law. That's a that's a wise veteran move right there. I guess we don't move up on the friends list for some reason. <laughs> no, we're not gonna we're not gonna leapfrog father-in-law, but maybe we'll get one of them other three spots. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the list is long, my guys. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. But other than that, man, I just been I've been grinding it out, caddying a ton the last couple of weeks. So it's it's I feel like this is my my new full time job again. I feel like it's uh, ten years ago when I just started. As much That's as a I've good been time. That's a good job. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> That's a good job. Yeah, yeah Adam just, was he was yeah. obligated to play golf today. Yeah, I've been playing the last few days. Played yeah, in Iowa Open on the course. Played in Iowa Open. The course is in good shape. I didn't play that well. We caught the bat into the draw with wind and it was just rough at that length. Um, then I played TPC deer run yesterday and it's phenomenal. Like the best shape of any course I've played in quite some time. Greens were unreal. So if anybody gets a chance to get out there and play it, like 
it's it's prime right now. Uh, you can clearly see why those guys go low there. And they're probably they're getting close to being almost to their fall rates there at TPC. So you might yeah. be able to get a get that get a get a round of golf in there for super cheap. Yeah, and it's still going to be in pristine shape. Yeah, the greens are smooth as pool tables. I mean, if you get it online, it's going to go in the hole. So it, it they're doing a great job down there. Now is the time. Well, speaking of going low, last week. Lucas Glover just mm. kept putting together solid round after solid round, and he ended up getting the win at 20 under. Yeah. Young Ann, is that his name? And Russell Henley close behind at 18 under. After a rain delay, too. Uh, he just put the pedal down on after the rain delay. Yeah, and yeah that's the some on. guys up. Yeah, I mean, we've said all year Lucas Glover's been getting better, and since he switched putters, I mean, 6-4-2-1, that's – pretty good you know one missed cut in there but uh that was just because he didn't go low enough round two to make the cut that was one of those like minus four or five cut lines um yeah i mean you hit you hit it on the nose though with it with his putter because i i, I got a stat for you just because that's what i do right is give you stats but um it says like before adding his long putter he was uh negative 0. 0.78 uh, strokes gained putting per round 31 percent of his rounds with positive strokes gained putting since adding it, he's plus 0.66 um, strokes gained putting per round with 72% of his rounds with positive strokes gained. That's insane. Like, that's, yeah. a, that's a crazy, crazy uptick right there, man. And a guy that hits it as good as he does, uh, if he's confident with the putter, I mean, that's that's a pretty good formula for – that's a guy you want on a Ryder Cup team. That's a guy you want, I mean, who could go all the way to the Tour Championship. Moved up to – like 64 spots last week. Him and Adam Scott you, made the biggest jump in the FedEx, um, but 64 spots to get in the top 50. That's crazy. How do you crazy. keep this man off a Ryder Cup team? You can't. I mean, he's played in one, I think, before, but a guy that putts like that, I mean, get him in an alternate shot, that's going to be lights out for somebody. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. I mean, he's... The hot, he's the, got the hottest putter on the, on the tour right now, arguably. So it's just like, well, and he's yeah. one of those super nice guys that could play with anybody on the team. Like, yeah, put him with Kepka, put him with, I think him and Scotty Scheffler would do good as yeah. good a ball striker as Scotty is. Yeah. And, and maybe in a shitty know, of a putter he's been as of late, you throw Lucas yeah. Glover in there with him. And maybe, like, maybe Lucas or uh, Scotty sees a, you know, sees something, gets a little motivated and just starts dropping it. And then, Next thing you know, he's on a charge. So yeah. we've seen lots of times where these guys struggle with like chipping or putting, go to a Ryder Cup and play with some guy that's good at it. And then they come back just on fire. How did P. Reed get on a team? His play was just undeniable. He was so good. I mean, when he first came out. Yeah. He like Monday qualified six tournaments in a row to play. And wow. he just... Then he started clicking wins, and him and Spieth were probably the two hottest players at the time. They just, you know, one would win one week, and the next guy would win the next week, and then they would get in a playoff against each other, and it was just... So he was playing a little better than Glover is right now, but Glover's still playing good enough, I think. Yeah, and I still think... To be undeniable. As much as Patrick Reed, you know, probably doesn't want his wife caddying for him, he he had way better results (laughs) when his wife was caddying for him. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's... 
he, he's a guy that just needs less talking and more just like, uh, what club do you want? You know, is that unprecedented or have other guys done that with the wife on the There's back? Kind of, Steve Stricker's winning on the senior tour with his wife and his daughter carrying clubs for him. Uh, Love who's the other guy? Um, Stuart sink son caddied for him and he wins two events. So mm-hmm. I think maybe just sometimes when you get like a family member there, it keeps you calmer. I don't know. It would yeah, be there's the op- a, yeah, it would be there's the opposite for me. Yeah. The level of comfort. I mean, if you have a good relationship um, and you have a, I guess if there's, you know, some commonality there with your yeah family member and I don't know, like it, it can be one or the other, like you just said, like it you're not going to launch you're not going to launch your wedge at your wife. You know, you're going <laughs> to, that's true. Well, I mean, tiger. Yeah. That's tiger's true. wife. Did it well, to she him. Loves so, at him. I mean, yeah. It was the, seven the other way around, but yeah. The there. <laughs> that's a whole different story. That's a whole other yeah. thing. Yeah. This, but, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we got, I like, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the FedEx um, standing FedEx Cup standings and stuff right now, and just looking where guys are. And to me, it like it's really crazy to see guys where they're at actually, just because of how hot guys were early in the season and how they've kind of fizzled out. But you know, you still got like Max Homa sitting fourth. Yeah. Wow. You know I, I feel mean? like we haven't heard. He from played so months. he played so good at the first of the year. Yeah, I mean, he has like got, what two wins and two runner ups in a row. Yeah, he's got. He's got 14 top 25s this year. I mean, the only other ones, the only wow. other guys that have more than that that I'm seeing, I think, is like guys like um, Ricky's got 16. Scotty's got 19. Um, what? Uh, who else has – someone else had 15. Oh, Victor Hovland had 15. But, like, it's crazy. I mean, because he's arguably has been playing pretty poorly as of late. Yeah. Angela's here, top of the evening. I don't know why he's been playing bad. He just seems to, like, something's off, like JT. I mean, JT did play good. (laughs) Makes the cut finally and played really good into the weekend. And that was crazy that he almost made it into the top 70. It basically came Uh, down to the last shot on the last hole. He needs to chip it in to make the the top 70, and he he hits the flag. Fell nine points short. It's crazy, but, and that's, that's nuts though. See, like it, it, it goes to show how good, how good this top 70 is, right? Because some of the guys that are on the outside looking in, like Adam Scott's right below there, like Adam Scott's had a really nice season, you know I mean? Yeah. It, he's not playing bad at all. I mean, Austin Eckerot's right there at 74. You got guys like Shane Lowry right there. Um, Justin Sue, Chaz Reavy, um, even JT had said, you know, like in one of the interviews that any other year I would just love, like this would be a great season, but it's just not good enough this year because everybody's that much better. Right. Yeah. The entire bar has been raised. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it. It's like every week now you got to shoot 20 to get in a top five. It's it's these- kind of nuts to see the guys that are just outside the top 50 though. Like you, li- yeah. you listen to it because like the, the casual fans not going to know who the hell these guys are. Right. Because you got like Nick Hardy, Alex Smalley, Thomas, Thomas Dietrich, Taylor Montgomery, Davis Riley, Brandon Wu, Hayden Buckley. You know, then you got Hideki Matsuyama, who's there at 57, who it's just like, yeah. man, what are you talking about? Like, Hideki doesn't fit there. Like, he should be much yeah. higher. Well, yeah. there's a lot of yeah, really good golfers. Kucher at 60. Yeah, Kucher at 60. Right. Cam are, Davis are at guys, 62. 
are these guys getting better younger? Like is the average age of the top 50 players much younger now than it used to be? Oh yeah. Big time. And I think it's the college programs are so much better. The instructions better. The player. I mean, we see it on the web last week, you know, the no, they're web, making these dudes in labs. The, basically the cut on the web.com two weeks ago was seven under, or the corn fairy was seven under. You could shoot 68, 68 and not make the cut. Like, yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's it's so up, stupid. Man. And it's just going to keep getting lower as we go. I mean, like I was saying, the guy that won the Iowa Open shot 62 in a 30 mile an hour wind. He shot 10 under. I mean, on greens that were not great. Um, but it's just, you know, 7,500 yards in a 30 mile an hour wind to shoot 10 under. And it's insane. This, and this guy probably couldn't even make it through first round of Q school. Like that's how good golfers are. You know, like goes back to the whole thing with Steph Curry, like just go to his local state open and like go to the California open and try to beat Michael block. It ain't happening. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Yeah. That's just not happening. Yeah. And Michael block got a, got a real, real hard lesson on like, Hey, how good they are. You're not, you're not that good. You're good. No, you're just not that good. Yep. Yeah. I did see uh, that table. Yeah, I did see one of the Cootie Bros got his tour card through Web.com with three wins and three top fives this year. So good for him. That's exciting stuff. There, oh yeah. Well, this week it's the FedEx St. Jude Championship TPC Southwind, built for the pros, experienced by you. That's what it says on the website. Among the most notable holes at TPC Southwind are that 165-yard par three 11th. It's like a mini version of the Island Green at TPC Sawgrass. Club has also been honored with numerous environmental awards, including the prestigious Golf Digest Golf Course Superintendents Association of America Environmental Environmental Leaders in Golf Merit Award. Yeah, that's a does lot. Does that mean they? Does that mean they take excellent care of the trees and everything yeah. is carbon neutral there? I blacked out after like the third word you said. It's all capitalized too. The G, the GCSAA, Golf Course Superintendents Association of America. Okay. Yep. Okay. The crazy thing, like I just pulled up the website, and the first picture, their 18th hole looks identical to TPC Deer Run. So I wonder if this is one of those TPC like let's blend all the good holes from all the other TPCs to like build a, this course. It's like a TPC mixtape. Yeah, which usually fits a few different guys' eye. It's just uh, crazy to look at this and, and like it's in Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, you know, it yeah. is a pri- it is a private course. Is what it says. Yeah, yeah. That it's just weird. I think it doesn't. I feel like there's not anything that should look like that in Memphis. Yeah. No offense to all you Memphis people out there. Um. It's- it's, Tennessee uh, looks like a prime road trip destination. Tennessee's cool. This looks like a really good course. Yeah, it looked real purdy to me. I was very impressed. It looks like, I mean, it, it looks like a, it looks like deer run, like a lot of the holes do. And so does, you know, it looks like TPC Sawgrass. So from when I was reading before, it's like when it was originally built, it was, um, it was like farmland that, like wooded farmland that was uh, built into a golf course. Ah. So, I mean, 
pretty cool. And they've done a lot of different renovations throughout yeah. the years with this place. It's Even just cool. recently with like, I think they just recently in the last three years or so, like redid some, redid some bunkering out there. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, I think it's going to be a great tournament. Uh, you know, obviously last year was a really good tournament with Willie Z coming out on top. And yes, I yeah. did. I did pick him last year to win just, just to remind yeah. everybody. He was 18 to one. Willie Z. I don't know why that's still in my brain, but I think 7,300. Yeah. It's, it's, it's no joke for yardage, right? Being a par 70 and it's still almost 7,300 yards. It's yeah. going to be, it's going to be crazy. I mean, you're talking, but there's some, some interesting things that I thought about the course was that, um, you know, it's, it's pretty much, it's a little better than, it's a little longer than just like the, the PGA average, right. As far yeah. as the course goes. Um, but, uh, you know, water is going to come into play quite a bit. There's like 11 different holes that have water danger on it. So there's that dreaded water ball, um, RIP Jordan Spieth, probably, uh, <laughs> to some of that stuff, but, um, very, very narrow fairways. Um, it's the second narrowest on the PGA tour, uh, at, at average fairway width of 25 yards only, which is crazy. I mean, I don't, when I go out on golf courses, like, especially when I'm caddying, man, I see 50 yard fairways. Yeah. You know, it's nuts. Um, but then you got the, the Bermuda. So those dudes who are used to playing down South around that Florida area and everything, right? Like those guys, um, those guys would be the comfortable ones. We had Bermuda last week too. So, yep. That's what made the course. So, and they're the third smallest greens on tour. So that tells me, right. Driving accuracy is going to be a big thing. Approach game. approach shots and putting, and then how do you scramble around the greens as well is going to be a big deal. So yeah, you know, you're looking at guys that need to have, you know, it's pretty hard to have all three of those things if you. I mean, but there's a couple guys you know, that does. That, there's a couple guys that check off that list of a, a bunch. I know of a guy. I know a guy who's who's a rambling, scrambling to, man. This he likes tournament to starts scramble. tomorrow, August 9th through thirteenth. Yeah, that's tomorrow. Manana, the ninth. Yes. That's weird. I wonder why they're starting on a Wednesday. Wait. No, that's yeah. Be. Yeah. This no, is- I remember one time last year. It might have been last year too, because I got caught off guard. Maybe the pro Wednesday had already started. Maybe it was the pro am. They do start the one like on Memorial Day weekend on Wednesday or Labor Day. But yeah, maybe that's pro am. That's five days, yeah. Yeah. I was worried. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. See so yeah, Pro Am Day. Yep. This is the I like because we've got all the big names again. So obviously picking guys is going to be harder. It's been historically rewarded as the best ball strikers in the world at this place. Like is what who does well here. So I just always wonder when guys like haven't ball played since stri- essentially the British. You know what are they going to do? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you haven't played in three four weeks. You know, maybe, maybe Scotty got his putter fixed. I don't know. Oh, I mean, I'm sure he's been working relentlessly at that though, because he knows that that's the, that's the weakest point in his game. And the only reason that he hasn't won what three or four other tournaments. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine that? Like he's already made, he's already made $19.1 million on tour this year. If he had, if he figured the putter out and he has three other victories, I mean, 25 million. Yeah. It's insane. But I mean, to me, it, you know, if I'm those guys, I would worry because, you know, we've got guys in this field that have been starting out 
and playing the last four weeks, starting out hot with six, seven, eight under rounds. And now one of those guys shoots seven under does Rory or Scotty think, well, shit, now I got to be seven under and then they force it. And then next thing you know, it's, you know, we have yep. a huge gap between the guys that don't like some of these guys are slow starters. Uh, Scotty sometimes and like Xander, yep. where they just like shoot a two under round, shoot a two under round with some of these guys now, like the last few weeks, you're, you know, but the five thing or six is, back. But the thing is, though, it, Scotty understands how good he is, right? And with a no with a no cut tournament, yeah, he's like, oh, okay, well, I shot two under on five backs, yeah. six back. He's like, I'm good because I'm gonna go seven under one day. And I'm probably going to go four or five under another day. And if I can go two under the other day again, then I'm fucking winning this thing. That's and, why I got to be the only guy who loses money betting on Scotty Scheffler. Cause I always think he's going to do that. I mean, and if you're in the top like every so often, I mean, if you're in the top three, like the top two, Scotty and John romp, they don't have to do anything this week. They've got a thousand point cushion. Like they could essentially get last place and still be in one and two. Yeah, you're not gonna put Jordan Speed thirty-five to one and me not bet him. I'll tell you that right now. But as far as FedEx Cup, like a lot of these guys are safe all the way to the champ. Like the top five guys are safe all the way to the championship. Yeah, you're right. Do anything the next two weeks. But you also don't want to take things so lightly to where you like you know you lose. Yeah, yeah, they swagger a little bit. So you can't have that either. Yeah, I don't know. I think I don't think the, any of those guys are looking at now that now that it's like solidified and who they're who it is, you know. And obviously they take the top fifty from here, but uh, I don't think those top twenty guys. I don't think they're looking at points anymore. I think they're just trying to win golf tournaments. Yeah, that's that's what they're they want to see themselves because if they win one of these, they know that yeah, um, I'm I'm one of the best players in the world right now. Pretty yeah. much like even with the points, the guys in the top 40 are pretty much locked in for the next week anyways. Yeah. Yeah. It's really that bottom list there the bottom, like 30 guys, right? Yeah. Where they, it can really fluctuate. Maybe the guys from 50, 51 to 70 could move up, but yeah, it's going to be hard. <clears throat> wow. Glover 75 to one again. They I just know. won't learn. Guy's on a heater. Yeah. You're going to make him 75 to 1. That's a that's risky business as a sports book. I'm going to parlay him with something. I parlay these golf bets sometimes with like NFL futures. I have like a Lucas Glover top 10 with Dolphins win the division. <laughs> that's that's crazy. I can, I don't I can't do, I can't do that. I'm not patient enough to place bets like that. I just can't do it. No. Yeah, it, especially when it's a, a clearly a bad bet. Like, I made a large wager on Lamar Jackson MVP last year, and I had to stare at that all season long, knowing that they had no shot. So yeah, futures are futures are tricky. Better it's like a golf you know, bets. Betting the Masters for next you year before we day. even play it. Yeah, I almost bet Rory to win two two majors this year. And I did good thing on that. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I really thought he was going to come out firing this. Year. I did too. It's not like he's had a bad year though. That's the no. whole thing. There was a good no, video, like a good interview with like Scotty Rory and John Rom talking about each other. And like they were saying the first the year, they all felt like they had to play better because any one of those three 
could win every week. And they, they pretty much did for the first, what, nine weeks. It was one of those three guys. Yep. Then it became just Scotty for a while. Yeah. And then it came every random guy in the planet winning. That's what we like. I like random guys winning. Random guy is always like 42 to one. Yeah. I like it when it does that for, uh, like for the masters next year, you know, you get different guys in there. Hell yeah. That's true. Well, suppose I should get out my, uh, get out my document, take these picks down. I suppose we should have Smitty go first since, uh, he is making his triumphant return. Triumphant. What do you got for top 20 Smitty? My top 20s, I have um, first, um, I have Brian Harmon at plus 120. Harmon. Yeah, I mean, the guy Not has just Harmon. been very stealthy all year, right, with what he's doing, and then all of a sudden pops off a win. And you want to talk about a guy who's got it going on in every in every statistical category almost that you need him. Driving accuracy is going to be a big one this weekend. You know, there it is, Brian Harmon, um, plus 120. Then I have Russell Henley at plus 130. Um I have uh, uh, Byung Hoon An. It's a tough one to say. The South Korean himself at plus one fifty. Um, nice. He had a nice, nice showing. Obviously, this yeah. last week as well. Yeah. Um, Eighteen under. And then uh, let's see. I go to JT Poston at plus one eighty. Good call. And last but not least, um, I have Lucas Glover at plus one ninety. You know, I really, really struggled to to take any high odd guys in the plus 20 because it's like or in the top 20 is just like man i was i was on the fence about jj spawn just because i really yeah. like his game and i like what he's doing and he's at plus 300 so if you don't like one of those like he is definitely my runner-up and my high odd guy um he plays just, those fairly tight courses well too yeah and but then i was looking at his statistics a little bit closer and i was like oh it just doesn't doesn't look like he should play well here um, so, I mean, but I just, I don't know for him. I just had a feeling there, you know, but, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't put him into my, 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 my five picks there for the top 20, but another guy that could do well though is like Alex Smalley. I feel like could play well. Like he's at like plus 280. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes here. I mean, like, I don't think for, for this stuff, I think more of your money is going to be made in the, the top 10 range. And then if you can hit that outright. Yeah. Rise down here. Plus 232. He's been playing all right. Yeah, that's a tough get, though, to be top 20 for Aaron Rye. Yeah. In this field. Yeah. I think I suppose this a couple little more guys, exact. you know, a couple of these guys that are on the bubble, too, might jump up a mm-hmm. few spots this week, too. These guys will be playing a little more motivated. What if they yeah. work out some kind of deal like, hey, you don't, you maybe you don't play so well, and then let me get that spot ahead of you. Works out good for, works out good for Glover last week. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Whatever him and that Henley, guy does works yeah. out. Late. Him and Henley worked something out during the uh, mm. weather delay, and Henley's like, okay, I'll bogey the last three holes. You can win. That's what we'll do. <laughs> A Black Sox scandal on the golf course. <laughs> what do you got for uh, top 20s, Adam? Uh, I also have JT Poston at 180. This is a JT Poston show. Yeah, it's TPC. I mean, looks awful lot like Deer Run and some of the other TPC courses that he plays well at. Um, yep. and we've seen him do well That's on Bermuda grass too. So totally uh, posting course. 
That's what uh, that means. And then I also have uh, Keegan Bradley at 190. Uh, just because he's been playing steady all year. The top 20 seems doable for him. Then I also had Luke's Glover at 190 because um, he's he's hot. You can't be, how do you bet against a guy with a hot putter? Right. Um, especially coming, to do that. Especially coming to FedEx Cup, FedEx Cup time, man. Like, and he said he liked this course. He plays well every time he plays there. Um, yeah. It's all there. He's confidence and he likes the course. That's always a bad recipe for everyone else. Um, then Ben Griffin at 450. Uh, I saw an interview with him and he – said he was, you know, extra motivated. He kind of hit a slump and felt like this week he could break through. And then Adam had one at 330. I was surprised oh, I he had one down there. I did see I did see had one as well. Yeah. That I liked Just because he but... plays good at TPC courses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hadwin, Henley, all these H guys have been crushing it as yeah. of late. Yeah, all the Adams. All That's... the Adams. <laughs> Yep. What was the one week I got mixed up where there was like on the draft on the betting there was like four Adams in a row and I was like hold up which one am I betting here? All of them. Shank, Hadwin, everyone you can find. Especially the hundred to one Adams. Now you got Spieth in your top tens though, right, Smitty? My top tens, I have uh, JT Poston at plus 500. Oh, wow. I could not throw something there. Yeah. Him at plus 500, man. That's that's insane. And, you know, Adam just explained exactly why, you know, we're on the Poston train here. Um, <clears throat> then I have Brian Harmon at plus 320. Um, Ricky Fowler at plus 260. Colin Morikawa at plus 210. Um, I think that's probably a more of an interesting pick that people are thinking there. Um, but I mean, sneakily, man, he's, he hasn't been playing terrible, you know, and his, his, his statistics, like they just really like drew me to him. He's just um, so hit or miss, man. I just can't I know, get on I know. board with the guy. Model likes him this week. But uh, and then I have Victor Hovland at plus one ninety. No Jordan Spieth. Like I said beforehand, um, too much water. Eleven <laughs> holes with water danger, and he's gonna spray. Oh, yeah. He's gonna spray shit everywhere because that's what he does. And he gets that quick hook I, going, and it's game over. I, yeah, I just don't know that. I just don't oh, know that gonna he's gonna be, gonna be so allowed bad. to scramble the way he he wants to. You know, because even Rory said, even Rory said about um about about the rough and everything is if you get into the rough, then you you struggle to to scramble around this course and get to the greens and hold greens because you're not going to have the spin you need to stop on the small yeah. grades and everything. So I, I don't love like scramblers in this, on this course this weekend, just because you just want to have a nice, easy be approach all over. shot. Right. Yeah. And the, the average approach shot I think is going to be around 160 yards is what I saw. And that's and when you're snap hooking your driver and there's water left on probably eight of the 11 water holes, that's not <laughs> a good sign. No. Yeah, I just I, I couldn't bring myself as big of a fan of Jordan Spieth I am. I just could not bring myself to bet on him. This will no, probably be the one that proves this wrong. Yeah, probably. Whole thing has disaster written all over it. He'll be leading by five on Friday. Right, and then obviously, like with 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 Ricky Fowler and and Victor Hovland, like they've shown to us all year that they are top ten, 
top 10 fueled, right? Yeah. Like they're there to be there. And, you know, the only guy that I, that I, that I struggle with a little bit, you know, moving past the top 10 and that I question a little bit besides that is, is Ricky, because like we talked about too, is like, does he have the cojones to like go out and grab a victory on Sunday? Yeah. Um, to where I feel like he can play really well for three rounds and then just play all right on Sunday and Vic, but Victor, I mean, I think Victor definitely, you know, is going to be there right around that top 10 come Sunday. So Poston has already explained that he's going to fucking go for it. So yeah, he ain't laying up. Yeah. We <laughs> no. figured that much out. I ain't come here to play for second. You got to like a guy like that. I mean, yeah, I love that. Just he's not playing for the money. He's playing for trophies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You know, he's got a trophy case at home and there's empty spaces. Yeah. Got plenty of money. People I've talked to that are just that were complaining and be like, what was that guy thinking? Like he lost so much money. And I was like, did you not hear what he said? (laughs) Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. Why would he do that? Because he's here to be the best player in the world. He doesn't give a shit. Like, yeah, obviously he cares about money, but at the same time, like he's got enough money and he knows that. And he's just like, that goes back to my point. Like people don't understand if you make 60 grand a year, why you would not just, you just lost, you know, $500,000, but it's like to them, that's not much. I mean, yeah, it's it's dumb to say it's not much, but you know, when you're playing for millions of dollars, he already had quarter mil locked up. What's, you know, who cares? Right. You can make that up and he's trying to get in that. He's trying to get locked into that top 10 spot so he can have an advantage going into that last event of the year. No, the beauty of it, Eric, is he doesn't have to make that up. No, he's not gonna have to make that up. No, you know, but you know, like he's the guy that understands that if I get if I win, I'm locked into that, you know, to East Lake, and all of a sudden I'm only starting starting three or four shots back of John Rom or Scotty, not eight or nine shots back. Yeah, and good for him for like just telling everybody else to piss off, and he's like, I'm (laughs) I'm gonna do me. And if you don't like that, I don't care because do it doesn't ex- affect anybody other than myself. I would well, do the exact same thing team. if I was him. Your chance to win, who cares about it? I mean, you want the trophy. Like, yeah. I would do the exact same thing. That's the beauty of golf too, right? Is that it's an individualized sport and you're you're not killing anybody but yourself. And if, yeah. you, can, yeah. if you can live with that and put your head down on a pillow at night and sleep well – you know, that, that it is what it is. Every tour player in that position would have done the exact same thing. I think so too. And not regretted at one time. Yeah. Cause it's the big picture. Yeah. That these guys understand. Yeah. They know where they're at. What do you got for top tens, Adam? Uh, I also have Victor Hovland at one ninety. Definitely going in the DFS lineup. Then. Also Fowler at two sixty. Um, I also have Harmon at 320. Uh, Poston at 500. Jeez. And then I had That's Max Homa at 280. Jordan Spieth would have been a real and, plot twist. <laughs> I wasn't going to go that far. Uh, I just feel like maybe Homa has had a couple weeks off to work out the demons and comes back refreshed, knowing he's safe in that top spot. And Maybe gets a top ten. I hope so because he, love, he's looking I at Ryder. He's looking at Ryder Cup big picture now, where he yeah. really needs to play good. I love Max Holman. And I want him to be playing 
some some hot golf like he was in the beginning of the year, you know. Yeah. And um, if you can and get he, Max Homa playing well again with Ricky Fowler at the same time, and you know, get no, all that one. Yeah, get all that flair out there and stuff. And then with Victor Hovland's shirts that he wears all the time, like <laughs> if only he had the personality to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah makes yeah. it fun. No, Victor Hovland's like that, like that, like Kirk Cousins. He just wears what his wife gets him. You know, it's like, yeah. I just wear what she buys. He's like, I just wear what the sponsors give me. Yeah. I don't know. He's like, whatever, I, <laughs> whatever they tell me to put on, I put on. It's like, <laughs> that's my job. That's how you keep your contract. Yep. I'm a walking billboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, who's going to win this thing? That's the question. Smitty, what do you got on your winners? I have Brian Harmon at plus 4,000. Um, That's good odds. Right love there. his game right now, and I felt like 40 to 1 was really good. Um, that was He's my high odd guy there. And I have Ricky Fowler at plus 2,800. Um, this – all of this stuff, man, it just fits his – this course fits his game to a T. And I'm excited to watch him, so he better not screw up. <laughs> and then uh, I went to uh, Kyle Morikawa at plus 2,200. Um, played played well here last year and, you know, was just, was just in that second tier last year here. Uh, and then I have, uh, I have Victor Hovland at plus 2,000. And then lastly, I have Scotty Scheffler. At plus six fifty, um, as a I put I'm putting that up to a two unit bet because that's what I do if it's under ten to one. Um, Scotty, like you want somebody? Okay, on, so buddy. like like Scotty, Scotty should should win this shit. Like he really should. I mean, if he if he's worked on his putting game and he's got that figured out even a little bit, he's winning. Um, like Scott's Scotty Scheffler's last eight events, he's got seven top fives. <laughs> It's stupid. Five of those top fives, five of those are top threes. That's insanity. Well, he almost broke Tiger's top 10 streak, which is crazy. Like no one ever thought, oh, a guy's going to get 15 top 10s in a row. If he finishes top 10 his last event, he breaks the record. That's crazy. Yeah. And so like – you know, I had a guy, I had, I had somebody, I had somebody, uh, actually a guy that I've caddied for, for a couple of years. Um, now when he comes up here, he's from Texas area, we were talking before and everything. And he's like, what do you think about John Rahm? And I was like, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like his numbers, obviously he's sitting there, you know, at number one in the top spot, but here's the deal with him, right? Like his, his wins were so early in the year. Yeah. I'm not trying to take away anything from winning the masters. Like I get that. Like it's yeah. great for him, but you know, his wins prior to that were so early in the year, right? He's been so up and down as of late. I feel like he's kind of, I, I don't want to say fizzling out because he's still one of the top five golfers in the world, obviously. But it's like, not if, you're, if, you're, right if you're limping to the finish line or you're not peaking at the right time, yeah. that that doesn't that doesn't want me make me want to put my money on you. Well, I think he kind of got like fatigued, like burned out playing, you know, three elevate events, then the Masters, then he has to play RBC, then he has to play this. And it's like, I think he just, they had all those elevated events were so right. shoved in that they were too close together. And then right. it really threw him off because he doesn't and, play that much in a row. And I think I could be completely off base with my like thinking here with it. All right. And, I, I, and I'll, I'll man up next week when, it, if I'm wrong. Right. But the th- because he's now all of a sudden had three weeks to, to yeah. rest and get himself back together. And now is he just going to come in and he's going to be a workhorse like John Rahm is like, 
Could be. He, he damn well could be, obviously, like because he, he's that good. He's that type of talent, you know. Um, I think he needs to be like where it's him and Scotty and one and t- like first and second. And then he's like, I got to beat Scotty because I don't want to lose points. You know, like he's yeah. more motivated by losing points at this point because when it comes to Eastlake, you don't want to be starting T number one, day one, three, three yeah. back of Scotty. Right. Yeah. And, and like the same thing goes with Rory and everything. Like yeah. the, the thing that the thing with Rory, though, is it's like I what I see that's important for this week, like Rory, that's not Rory's game, right? Like driving accuracy is the big deal this week, not driving distance. Yeah. Um, stuff yeah. like that. And then he, t- he's talking, he's in interviews talking about how, how worried he is about the rough. And it's like, when yeah. you're already mind fucking yourself <laughs> before the tournament starts, like, are you going to, are you going to go? I mean, there's no cut to miss here, but are you going to be in that top 40 going into to Saturday top 30? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll yeah, I think, I think if they're close at all, you know, if they're within a couple shots, that's going to motivate him. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I worry is the big named guys that let's say post center Glover shoots eight under first round. What are they going to do? You know, they, they haven't been playing five, six weeks in a row. They're not going to be dialed in. You know, they can't go out and shoot two and try to make up 12 shots through two rounds. You That's know, tough to do. I don't care if, who you are. If JJ Spawn or Hadwin comes out and shoots 65, 63, now all of a sudden you're Scotty and you're eight back going into, well, not Scotty, but John Rahm, mm-hmm. eight back going into round three. That's that's a big mountain to climb. Yeah. Yeah, because you got to be thinking, right? Because what was it last year? 15 under one, right? Yeah. And obviously playoff between Straka and Zalatoris, which was a phenomenal playoff, by the way, if you recall that. But like 15 under and somebody gets half that in one round, like you were just saying. Yeah. And we've also tough. seen, uh, you know, like Billy Horschel that, you know, like barely makes it on the number one year, gets in the first event and then clicks off two wins in a row. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh shit. Now Billy Horschel's in the lead of the FedEx cup after two events. So you don't want to just stumble out of the gates when you got a guy, there's some of these guys that have really had some firepower the last three or four weeks. Right. And I mean, you look at stuff, right? If you're looking at the, the if you're looking at things from last year and everything, um, so you're at like our pick so far, you haven't given your out, your outrights yeah. winners yet, but I mean, Brian Harmon was sitting there T3, Lucas yeah. Glover T3, Morikawa T5, Ron was there T5, right? Yeah. I mean, you got all kinds of guys there. Like, you know, the other each. guys you mentioned have been rolling, though. And the yes. scores the last, you know, three JT or four Wilson weeks. was T20. Yeah. I mean, you have guys like Poston who are shooting 14 under and they're in seventh. And it's like, okay, well, 14 under this week's going to be good enough. So you feel like, oh, if I'm at 14 after two rounds, I can get this thing really rolling. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, 15 under on a par 70 course, man. Yeah, and every week we've been seeing scores going two to three shots lower than last year. So, yeah. you know, we're we're almost in that 20 under range. And I don't know how many tournaments Rom or Rory or, or uh, Scotty have gotten a sub 20, but it ain't very many. No, and last, like, because those are the guys that are going to grind out wins. Yeah, right. It, like at the five, six under rounds. Yeah. You know, and I looked at the, I looked at the weather, I th- I think, was it yesterday or was it, if it was this morning or whatever, but it looked like the weather was going to be fine all weekend. We shouldn't have any yeah. issues. I could almost guarantee there's going to be some pop-up storms because, uh, 
the A-team National is in Tennessee this year, this week, and it rains every year there. So same <laughs> as last week at, at the t- tournament, you know. It's yeah. uh, I could see a few pop-ups, but you know, the last two weeks we've been playing in rain in the tour events too. So, mm-hmm. well, yeah. So like, yeah, I was last week. I was getting vibes, man, of just last year and how all the storms and all the weather delays last year. Remember all that? <laughs> yeah. And it was screwing us sometimes with <laughs> with some things, and it's like, man, never broke to our benefit. So we're like, this this JT year JT would get to like hasn't been an issue. JT would birdie four in a row, and then they'd have a rain delay and then he's out bogey 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 and it's yeah, like crap we just went from first to 12 yeah where he gets that confused look on his face after a swing <laughs> he's like oh, what's going on <laughs> yep. like when speed starts coaching himself up you know you're in trouble yeah yeah when he starts calling himself out, i was like oh, jordan <laughs> or he hits an f-bomb you know with the hot <laughs> mic uh it's part of why i love him yeah yep. Yeah, you, you like the fire. What do you got for winners, Adam? Uh, I've got so I'm just gonna bring it out of the gate. Luke's Glover at 7,500. Yeah, let's do it. It's just I'm gonna too- parlay Glover with the Packers winning the North. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm six five two one. The only reason I don't have them is because I, I don't love to take guys back to back. Yeah. So, but like, I I love the pick. If if I'm blind and have no and know nothing about this last week that he won, like he is definitely one of my picks. Yeah. Without question. Um, I wonder how many times in the past like four years guys have won back to back tournaments. Like, if it would be a plus EV move to just automatically bet the guy who won last week. Next it's week. very f- few. He just won last week, and he's seventy five hundred. Yeah. yeah. That probably goes to show that we don't have back to backs very often. Yeah. Yeah. Leave it to him to break it. Oh, that'd be fit. He hasn't, I mean, I'm not going to jinx him, but he's been shooting under par for a long time. Yeah. Um, then I got Rory at 900. Um, Rom at 900. That's crazy. Cause I felt like that's the like- best two odds you're going to get on those guys. If they step it up, they yeah. can't make him like 1200. Even, I was gonna I mean, pick Scotty, but I knew Smitty had Scotty, so I didn't even worry about it. Um, because he was either gonna pick Scotty or Spieth. Um, <laughs> yeah, I figured you knew I wasn't gonna pick John. I, you knew, knew I wasn't gonna pick John Rom. Yeah, I know like, you I weren't just, gonna pick Rom. Not I'm in a lot. And you're not. You're not very few pick Rory ever. So I know. And then I had JT posting at sixty five hundred because that's sixty five hundred. That's stupid. Yeah. And then I also had Harmon at 4,000. I just think the dude plays difficult course as well. He's sneaky, plays these. He's so far under the radar, people don't even notice him. I mean, if he's standing next really? to his caddy and people don't notice him because he's, you know, his caddy's 6'5 and he's 5'6. <laughs> I just, you know, he plays way too good and hits it way too straight to not do well here. Yeah, to be 40 to one. That's and wild. I just love JT's game, like watching him last week, early in the week. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he just, he looks like he's just out there and doesn't give a two shits what's going on. He just swings and then walks and, you know, it's like, he's like Luke's Glover almost. Yep. Like they're checked out of what's going on. They're just hitting the ball. Yeah, that's how Scotty rolls too. They're just out there playing around. They don't look intense the whole time. You know, Lucas is rolling around there with a the big fat dip in. 
uh, <laughs> much like DJ used to do. You know, it's like he hits the ball and just asks Chatty, like, where's it at? And puts a dip yep. in and moves on with the stay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You know, I, you know, I really think champions. I really think that like if you want if you want damn near a lock, I mean it's not great odds, but it's the only plus money that you can get out of Scotty Scheffler besides him winning the tournament. He's plus one fifty for a top five. Okay, just remember the stats that I said before. Right, it's like yeah. seven he's of been, his last eight events, he's been top five. Well, he was and negative for top, top five the last few events. Ever since they started, like the media start blowing this top ten stat out, then his top mm-hmm. ten results went negative money every week. Yeah, I know. It's, if they'd have stayed I mean, quiet, we could have made some real money. For him to be for him to be plus one fifty, I feel like that's that's pretty good. Yeah, um, and and I like that bet a lot. You know, there I mean, was a good just, bet, uh, Scotty. It was like a like a um, par like not a parlay, but a whatever a hot prop bet, uh, Scotty and Rory. Either one of them two to win at three ten, mm. uh, or you could go Fowler Fowler Spieth at thirteen hundred, or you could go Glover McCarthy McCarthy at thirty five hundred. I just I can't believe I'm, maybe I'm crazy, but like Patrick Cantley, Patrick Cantley is at sixteen to one. Yeah. Like how he's I mean he's sitting there as the fourth best favorite. That's nuts to me. I mean, he's sitting what thirteenth in the in the standings right now. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how is he. And then Xander's right behind. Xander Shoffley is right behind him. I don't get that either. Like, how is Victor Hovland not ahead of him? How yeah, is like know. Ricky? How is Ricky and like even Wyndham Clark not ahead of Xander? I would just like to sit down with the person that does the handicapping for DK and say like, oh, how do you guys do this? Because you're so far off. Sometimes it's not even yeah. funny. It's like they don't watch like, golf. I mean, oh man, <laughs> they just put put the names into a you know a algorithm and it spits out the odds. And it's like just pay attention one week. Like you're telling yeah. me that you're telling me that that Tyrrell Hatton is at twenty two to one and he's ahead of Wyndham Clark and Ricky Fowler and even like even Max Homa <laughs> and Max Homa's no thirty five to one. Like that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And like I I don't even. And, and you want to look, take statistics into there. Like I would be, I don't know. I didn't look at Hatton statistics or whatever you? too closely because I didn't, I just laughed when I saw that a little bit, but I'm like, there's no way that these guys stats that we just mentioned aren't better than his. How is Jason day ranks better than Fitzpatrick? Yeah. Fitzpatrick hits it down the middle. Jason day doesn't know where it's going half the time. Right. He has to shut his eyes before the shot to understand that he's on a golf course. And how are those guys ranked higher than Brian Harmon who <laughs> hits it? pretty much any direction he wants and yep. and he's lengthy you know matsuyama hasn't done shit all year and he's ranked higher than you know mm-hmm. brian Harmon. Yep. i i don't get it like i just want to talk to one of these guys one time and be like do, do you guys actually watch golf or you just sit behind a computer screen all day right yeah. like that 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 discrepancy doesn't make any sense at all that that hideki and brian Harmon are both 40 to 1 yeah how Keegan Bradley at 7,000 to win. The guy's got, what, two wins this year? And stripes it. Uh, Justin Rose, another guy who hasn't been playing well, but can hit two iron around this course all day down the center of the fairway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't get it. It, yeah, it works out like, good for us. It's crazy. So you're getting a little bit more. So, like, 
you're getting more juice down the lines, top five, top 10, top 20 with Hideki Matsuyama than you are with Brian Harmon, which <laughs> leads you, leads you to believe then you're getting more juice for Brian Harmon than a little bit more than you probably should. Right. And you're yeah. probably, you're probably right on Matsuyama, but it doesn't, and it's not much more juice or whatever, but it's still a little bit to where I feel like he should be under 40 to one to win. I mean, Patrick Rogers is at 15,000. <laughs> yeah. That's 2,800 for a top five. I mean, who's the, who's the outsider? Who's the biggest guy? Matt Naismith at yeah. 35,000. Brandon, Brandon Wu. Wu. He's had some decent top tens this year. Where's coach at? Isn't that, isn't yeah, that, yeah, that's his boy. Woo? Yeah. Coach would be fired up. Um, Taylor Montgomery and Nick Hardy, Coocher. I mean, this seems like a perfectly fit for Coocher. It's, you know, you got to yeah. hit it straight. I yep. just don't know if he has it in him, you know, at this point in his career to grind out four days, no cut. Like, cause some of these really, cause if you, there's a cut, right? Yeah. Some of these top 20 guys, coming in they're just not going to make the cut right so it eliminates some of the competition a little bit right so we're all of a sudden like man these guys are here all weekend you think rory yep. sits in like rory and those guys sit in like a group meeting the night before and go look guys there's no cut we don't need to try to go out and shoot 65 first round let's just yeah try to shoot you know around that 68 number and keep everybody yep. in the field let's yeah not, those uh, those top 10, 15 guys are the ones sitting around and like yeah. looking down at the rest of the guys. It's like, listen, don't make us fucking have to do what we, you know, don't make us have to work that hard on day one. And some, some asshole tries to come out and show out, yeah. show off and shoot seven or eight under. I think they so. put a note in Vincent Norman's locker and like, Hey bud, I know you like yep. to go low round one. Let's just, uh, let's play conservatives this week around one and two, let everybody have fun here. Yeah. They all just agree. We're trying on to, number keep, we're trying to keep this friendly. We're not trying to blow people out here. Yes. <laughs> Billy goats are devastated. They, uh, they run their whole show. on making the damn cut. See, it's yeah. devastating. Who's a damn spy sent here to sabotage every DraftKings lineup we make. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. that's what the odds say. That's definitely what the odds say. I think I'm just going to piece together my, uh, DraftKings lineup out of your picks here. I'll review them. Adam's top 20 posting. Bradley, Glover, Griffin, Hadwin. Smitty's top 20. Harmon, Henley, Byung, on or on Byung. I'm not sure in which order. Poston and Glover. Adam's top 10. Hovland, Fowler, Hammon, Poston and Homa. Smitty's top 10. Poston, Harmon, Fowler, Morikawa, 210. And Hovland, and then winners. Adam's got... Glover at 75 to 1, inexplicably. Rory, Rom, Poston at 65 to 1, and Harmon at 40 to 1. These are egregious numbers. That's why Smitty also has Harmon. He's got Fowler 28 to 1, Morikawa 22 to 1, Hovland 20 to 1, and Scheffler really plus 1,300 if you, if you bet the 650 twice. Are we experiencing technical difficulties? We're experiencing technical difficulties. Can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, feels like a good time to wrap it. We're at 55. I'm excited. This is going to be fun, man. It's going to be a fun weekend of golf. Yeah. We yeah. didn't even mention about Bryson shooting 58. Yeah. I mean, it was on live. And, and the thing that I had noticed 
uh, was that a lot of the regular tour guys were shouting out, like, I don't care what course you're on, what tour you're on. 58 is 58. And like yeah. John Rom said something, I think Scotty said something. Um, so I, I feel like it's not them reaching out, but maybe this is the end of live because, uh, they're actually being nice to each other. Mm-hmm. Yep. One I mean, that's, that's just professionals tipping their hats to other professionals. Yeah. I mean, a 58 is stupid. I don't care where you're shooting a 58, <laughs> man. Like that, that's absurd. With, with a bogey. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like, uh, I mean, we, you shouldn't be that surprised that Bryson can do something like that. I mean, in a low pressure situation, like live is low pressure compared to a PGA event. Yeah. But when you get close to that 50, I mean, when you get close to shooting 61, which he shot the day before, it's like, Oh shit. You know, like you're thinking about it. Yeah. It's you against the world at that point. That's what I'm going to say from now on. Thank you. AK Benny on. I'm going to stop trying to pronounce Byung on. Says football is about NCAA football is about to be part of the live. I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to listen and find out what that means. <laughs> but yes, this is gonna be awesome. Thank you, people, for tuning in. We appreciate every single one of you. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel right down there. Uh follow the show on Twitter at plus money golf. All one word. Best of luck with your bets this weekend. We'll see you right back here next Tuesday for more Plus Money opportunities. Adam, say something cool that golfers say. It's no longer a vacation. It's a quest. Thanks for listening to Plus Money Golf. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, keep up with the show on Facebook and Instagram at Plus Money Golf and on Twitter at PSR Golf. Until next time.